Welcome to the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley Young, pianist, instructor, and business coach, and I'm here to help you dream big about what your studio could be if you are willing to open your mind and level up your business skills. I'm going to share the tangible strategies that I've learned for streamlining and scaling your studio so that you can align your business to work for your life instead of letting your business control your life. I am so happy that you're here. Let's dive in. Hello, hello. Welcome to another episode of the Prosperous Piano Teacher Podcast. I'm Ashley. If you're new here, welcome in. And if you're back, welcome back. I am really happy to be sitting here today and just taking this time this morning to record this podcast episode. This is actually the first thing that I'm doing this morning. And I've been trying out a new thing in the last couple of weeks where I give myself a little more time to crunch on content ideas. Um, There have definitely been times in my journey where I've had to create content like under pressure very quickly. Um, I know those of you that like, you know, have busy schedules. I mean, I guess everybody has a busy schedule, right? Or are teaching a lot or have kiddos at home. You understand that sometimes like when you have the 20 minute window, you just have to do it um, regardless of if you feel like it or not, or regardless of if you are in a flow state or not. And so I've been a little more intentional about my schedule lately and really trying to block off time to come up with content ideas and then block off time to like revise those content ideas. And it's basically a more organized version of what I've always done, but it feels really good to be organized with it. Um, You know, if you've listened to other podcast episodes that I, I love making things simple for myself. And I think it's really valuable to like streamline in a way that your future self will be grateful for. And I'm definitely just feeling that gratitude right now as I sit down and I'm thankful for my past self that I, I, I thoughtfully, you know, had this idea and flushed it out for today's episode. So anyway, we are going to be talking about the surprising benefits of diving in and figuring stuff out. And I really, really wanted to say a different word there, but I, I, I thought twice because I didn't know if any of you would be listening with kiddos um, or didn't want to offend anybody, but <clears throat> that's what we're going to be talking about today. And I am really passionate about this topic and I'm going to take you through a couple of different things. I don't have like a numbered list today, but I do know that in talking through this topic, you're going to have some pretty big takeaways and also also some tangible things that you can take away and use to help you um, as you go forward today and this week. Uh, There are going to be, I guess there is a little bit of a list uh, later in the episode when I kind of go through some points that... um, are the benefits of figuring this stuff out. But I just want to talk about like what's been happening lately. So I've been getting a lot of teachers reaching out to me that are really stumped on steps that they need to take in order to take their businesses to the next level. So someone reached out about how to improve their website. I had someone that was really overwhelmed with the figuring out like the tech side of making an online course. And that's actually a question that I get a lot. And then another thing that recently happened was someone really needed some help with some video editing. And First of all, I just want to validate this because I totally get get it. I get it. I get it. I get it. And if you've listened to past episodes of the podcast, especially if you've listened to like maybe the first episode where I share a little bit about my story, you know that up until very recently, I was pretty old fashioned in my studio and I did things that were not the best way of doing them, things that took more time, but just because I was kind of like set in my ways. And so I completely understand. Um, It's really hard to make changes. It's hard to implement a new system, especially if that system involves like technology or a new process, because 
not only do you have to keep doing the thing you're doing, you also have to like get your brain used to the new process or the new system that you're using. And so it was for this reason that like I was really hesitant to make changes. Um, you know, if you listen to past episodes that I build by hand, like I literally have notebooks. This is so embarrassing to share. I literally have notebooks from like <clears throat> so many years of teaching where I was billing by hand. I was literally writing out like, okay, this is the student, let's say like her name is Sally. She has a lesson on September 4th, 11th, 18th, and 25th. So the total is gonna be X amount for this month. And then I would write an email to that student or to that parent and say like, this student is gonna have lessons on this date, this date, this date, this date, the total is this amount. And I've been doing auto pay for a really long time, like before a lot of people offered auto pay because that was one way that I knew that my business could be sustainable. Like once I graduated from grad school, I was like, I need to be able to get paid the same amount or not the same amount, but I needed to be able to get paid like on a predictable schedule. And so I've been doing auto pay, but I, I, I hand build and I emailed every single individual parent. And that just, I laugh at my past self and I give my past self a hug because I know why I was so hesitant. So many people along the way were like, you know, you should really try an online system you know like there are there are actual software companies that do this for you and you could save all the time but my excuse was always that it didn't actually take that much time or i didn't mind doing it and really when i look back actually i think it was a lot about control i really wanted to be able to like write down and remember what dates the lesson were and like control the email sending out control the amount that people were paying control like the pain the processing of the automatic payment so i think it was a lot about control but anyway i digress um i was hesitant to change and i was hesitant to implement technology that would help me and i was hesitant to just change the way i've been doing things for a long time so if you are in a spot where you're like i know there's changes i need to make i just haven't done it yet because it's like overwhelming and there's a lot of information i need to learn I totally, totally, totally get it. But I also want to talk today about the benefits of diving in and just figuring stuff out because I think there are a lot of benefits. And every single thing that I've done in my business that has moved the needle forward has taken some amount of risk. And most of the time, I would say like 95% of the time, that risk has been me just researching it and then doing it. And I'll, I'll, I'll always be so grateful because when I was thinking about starting my YouTube channel um, a couple of years ago, I every single blog post I looked about starting a YouTube channel, every single video that I watched, every single YouTube tutorial that I watched, everything that I saw about starting a YouTube channel, the number one piece of advice was just do it. You will learn as you go. You will improve as you go. You will look back on your first video and you will be horrified because you will get better and better and better and better and better. And I know I've talked about this on the podcast, so I don't want to repeat myself, but that was a huge lesson for me as I call myself a recovering perfectionist. But as someone that has struggled with perfectionism a lot in the past, it was hugely freeing to just say, oh, okay, so everybody's YouTube channel sucks when they first start it. Everybody's first video is not perfect and is not even necessarily very good. And that gave me the permission to just do it and to just go for it. And I think that that is it has been one of the most valuable lessons I've ever learned. And so every time my, like the needle has moved forward in my business, it's been because of a risk. So a risk of either doing something that I didn't feel like I was good at or investing money, even when I didn't feel like I had the money to learn the skills or to hire the coach or whatever those things were that felt so risky. Those are usually the really important things that end up making a huge difference. So I want to dive a little deeper into this because I think a lot of people 
don't dive in and figure stuff out for many, many reasons. I mean, there's endless reasons. Like we could talk endlessly about it. But I think some of the really common reasons that I've observed are that people don't trust themselves. And if you're like me at all, then you're really good at making up a lot of reasons why you shouldn't trust yourself. And those reasons are really, um, what is the word I'm looking for? Like you're really convicted in your reasoning, right? Like the, the, the reasons make a lot of logical sense. And one of these things that I see happen a lot with other teachers is that they'll say like, I can't charge more because I don't have a degree or I can't do this because I don't have any formal training or I can't teach group classes because like, I don't have some kind of certification that allows me to teach group classes. And I totally get it, y'all. I spent years and years pursuing an undergraduate, undergraduate and a master's degree in classical piano performance. Like I get it. I come from academia. I've worked in academia. I get that it's important to have an education in some respects. And like that will get you far in a lot of ways. And don't use that as a reason to not trust yourself because we are living in the most exciting time in history, in my opinion, because information is free and it's readily available. And sometimes that is a bad thing, but oftentimes that is a good thing. You can go online and you can for free on YouTube or on blog posts or just on the internet, you can learn anything you want to learn. And it can get you pretty far before you even have to invest money. And so if you're thinking about doing something and you don't know anything about it, the free internet is a great place to start. Yes, you might be a little bit overwhelmed with all of the information that comes through and you'll have to learn how to filter it and how to you know, find the information that really rings true for you, but you're gonna have access to a lot of information. It is literally possible to do anything and to find any information about any skill set you wish to acquire. Um, okay, so another reason that I think people don't dive in and just do, you know, learn the stuff to get the stuff done is, that um, they think they need, like people think they need something bigger or better to do the thing. And this is a little bit like the first one of not trusting yourself. But I think that this comes, when, when I wrote down this point, I was thinking more of like the physical things. So you need a better camera or you need to be able to have like two camera angles in order to teach online effectively, or you need a better microphone or you need a lighting kit or you need these supplies. You need to buy this thing. Like you lack some sort of physical equipment in order to do the thing that you want to do. And this is almost never true. I think it's a really good excuse and it's a really good logical reason. Like it sounds like a good reason, but when you really start to question it, like, is it true that you would actually need a $2,000 camera to start a YouTube channel? No, I'm two years into my channel and I'm still using my phone. Is it true that you have to have a microphone for a podcast if you wanna start a podcast? Absolutely not. I can name three people off the top of my head that started their podcast with the voice memo app on their phone, right? Like you don't need more equipment. Sure, it's nice to have the nice camera. Sure, it's nice to have the nice microphone. Sure, the quality of everything will go up when you have the nicer equipment, but it's not necessary to get started. One of the other things that I heard when I um, was first starting my YouTube channel was that like nobody's going to watch your first videos anyway. <laughs> and I mean, obviously that changes as your channel grows, but it's true for a very long time. Like I, I don't even, I'm trying to even remember what the very first video on my channel is, but if I go back, I bet you it only has like a couple hundred views at the very, very most. And when I first released the video, I think it got like 
eight views or nine views. Like nobody watched that video. And so while that could be disheartening, I actually use that as a huge boost um, because, you know, it's not going to be perfect in the beginning. It's never going to be perfect, actually. And not many people are going to watch it in the beginning anyway. And that's actually a really good thing because you get to hone your craft and you get to improve the skill set before a ton of people are there in your audience. Okay. Um, another reason that I think people don't dive in and figure stuff out is because it leads to research. And there is such thing as like analysis paralysis where you are overwhelmed with research and then that can put you in a position where you can't go forward. Right. And I think that there's a balance of diving in and deciding that you're going to figure stuff out and seeking the knowledge, seeking the new skill set, but also just going for it. And I think in the past, actually, I've been I've been more of a person that has been just go for it. And I've really been working in the last year or so to, to balance those out and to make sure that I bring the level of quality to things that I want to bring to them and still regain or um, retain some of that like dive in quality that I have, because I think that's ultimately a good thing. Um, but a balance is great. Right. And so if you are having analysis paralysis where you're diving in and you're researching all the things and you're getting overwhelmed because there's like 25 different websites that you could use to host your podcast or 25 different ways you could create your online course. That's when I actually stop doing research and I say, okay, I'm done. I'm not going to consult the internet anymore. I have enough information and now I'm just going to make a choice and I'm going to trust my choice because I think one of the most radical things that you can do as a business owner as an, and as an entrepreneur is trust yourself, trust that you already have the answers inside of you. Okay. You already know which one you want and you don't need someone that's further along in the journey to tell you which one to do. You can make that choice and you can learn from that choice. And maybe you make the right choice and you use that platform forever. And likely you use that platform for this stage of growth in your business. And then at another stage of growth, you're going to need a different platform and you'll have to switch. And that's just kind of the nature and the cycle of business. As your business grows, what you need is going to change and the tools and the resources and everything is going to change. And that's a natural evolution. We want that to happen, right? That means you are on a path. That means you're growing, you're changing, you're morphing, you're evolving, and that's good. Okay. So let's dive in now. Um, and we're going to talk about the benefits. So, well, the benefits slash steps. And um, the first thing in order to dive in and figure something out and really have it benefit you, you have to believe it's possible, right? And I talk about this a lot when I talk to piano players, this idea of growth mindset. Um, fixed mindset is that you believe that you inherently lack an ability or you lack something that is needed to learn something, okay? And Fixed mindset is not where we want to be. It's not a great place for entrepreneurs to be. It's not really a play, good place for anyone to be, really, because you can't really move forward when you're in a fixed mindset. A growth mindset is that you know that you can do it. You just need more information or more practice or more time. Like you need something that is you can attain and you know that you can do it. And growth mindset and fixed mindset are not like uh, things that you stay in forever, right? Some people, sure. Some people gravitate more towards a fixed mindset. Some people gravitate more towards a growth mindset and you will oscillate between the two of them, but you can choose to be in a growth mindset. You can choose to say, okay, I have everything I need. To, I, I need. I just need maybe a little bit more time or a little bit more information or a little bit more research and you can take those next steps. So believing it is possible is huge, right? There was a long time where I didn't think teaching online was possible. People would ask me before the pandemic, like, you know, oh, have you ever considered teaching online? Wouldn't you be able to expand your business more? Wouldn't you be able to reach more students? And I immediately shut it down because I didn't believe it was possible. 
I was like, there is no way that that will be as effective. There is no way that the technology or the lag in internet would be workable. There's no way. And I always used to shut it down. And little did I know, flash forward, that yes, it is possible. And in some ways it's more effective. And that I love teaching online and that that's now all that I do. So believing it's possible, that is very important. And then you have to acquire the knowledge needed in order to do the thing, right? And we already touched on this a little bit. I don't want you to get analysis paralysis, but in the sake of like, because I'm using this as an example earlier in the episode, me starting a YouTube channel, I did watch a ton of tutorials. I probably spent like 10 hours researching, like how to start a YouTube channel, how to film my first video, how to edit. And I would say the information that I gathered when researching really just gave me the confidence to get started um, because the information that I gathered, yes, some of it was helpful, but really what was helpful was just diving in and doing it, right? And that's the next step. Like you have to just be willing to do it. You have to get to a point where you say like, okay, I have enough information so that you don't get stuck in the like researching phase forever. And now I'm just going to get started. And that is the part I think that 90% of people don't do. A lot of people will like believe it's possible. They'll set out to do the thing. They'll start buying equipment or they'll start researching, but then they don't actually get started or they get started once and they don't do the next step, which is don't give up and be consistent, right? If you're going to dive in and figure stuff out and just make a choice to go for it, you have to believe it's possible, get the knowledge that you need, do it, but then don't give up and be consistent. And I was just talking about this. Um, well, maybe not just, it was maybe in like, four or five episodes ago of this idea that the only difference between you and someone that is further along the path than you right now is that they didn't quit. And I'm going to pause there for dramatic effect and let that sink in. The only difference between you and the person that you look, look up to, the person that you want to copy, the person who is further down the path that you want to be on is that they didn't give up. And I think that that is so simple and can be so infuriating to hear, but it is so true, right? If you look at someone that is further along the past that is doing the thing that you wanna do, they haven't given up yet because they're still doing it. And at any point in the journey, when things absolutely with 100% certainty got so hard that they wanted to quit, they didn't, they just kept going. And that is so important. I don't remember what the statistic is, but when it comes to podcasts, I think there are like, it's a ridiculous number of podcasts that only have one episode or that have one season and then they stopped. And the same is true with YouTube channels. Like there are so many YouTube channels. And in fact, the bulk of YouTube channels have like one video or five videos and then they stopped. And it's been years since they've uploaded anything. And they did all the hard work of those first many steps. They believed it was possible. They acquired the knowledge. They dove in and they did it. But then at some point they lacked consistently, consistency, sorry, they didn't continue on, right? Okay, and then the last step of just diving in and getting crap done, getting stuff done, is refining as you go, right? You, you learn as you go. After that first video, you're gonna be like, oh, okay, next time I film, I'm gonna make these adjustments. After that next video, okay, next time I do it, I'm gonna make these adjustments. I, one of the most rewarding things about being a business owner and, the growth that I have experienced personally in the last few years is just that constant learning and the constant tweaking as I go. If I look at myself two years ago when I started the YouTube channel and the way that I was filming and the way that I was editing and the way that my process worked, even my content creation process, like the way that I would brainstorm, it was so different than it is now. I'm so much more streamlined and scaled and it takes me so much less time. And that's not because I read a thousand books 
on the subject. That's not because I've done some sort of degree or certificate in YouTube video editing. It's because I've been doing it every single week. I do it and I repeat the process over and over and over and over again. And it's in the repetition and in the consistency that I have been able to tweak and learn as I go and improve things. And I know I'm going to keep doing that. I'm in no way at a perfection point or at a stopping point. Like this is something that I will be doing as long as I have my business. I will always be learning and growing and tweaking and making adjustments as I learn. And what's so cool about this is that it is the most rewarding circle because you believe you can do it. You acquire the skills required to do it. And you're, when you do it and you dive in, your confidence is boosted. And then it just keeps rinsing and repeating. And it's such the opposite of a vicious circle, right? Like it's like the rewarding circle of an entrepreneur. You believe you can do it, you get the skills, you do it. And then you're like, wow, I did it. I, maybe, that, maybe that means I can do this next thing. And that confidence boost is so important. Being able to learn and grow and recognize that you can overcome those challenges is I think priceless. Um, I, I would never would have guessed, you know, if I look back on different points of my journey, like that now billing is totally automatic. I never would have guessed that I would be all online. I never would have guessed that I would have a YouTube channel and that it would only take me, you know, an hour a week of filming and editing to get the video out. I never would have guessed that. Um, but it required believing it was possible, getting the knowledge to do the thing, diving in and getting stuff done, not giving up and being consistent and then refining and tweaking as you go. So I hope that this episode was helpful. It was, I felt like it was a little bit more scattered if I'm being honest than other episodes, maybe because I didn't actually go in my notes and number things. I just kind of bullet pointed things out. Um, but you have everything you need. If for whatever it is that you want to do next, you have everything you need inside of you already. You have the ability to gain information, to learn a new skill set, to dive in and just try it and learn like trial and error. You can do it. And I really challenge you this week to pick something that you've been scared to do, to pick something that maybe seems overwhelming or seems like too hard or too difficult, or like you've told yourself in the past that you wouldn't be able to do it because you lack X, Y, and Z. And just make a step in the direction. Just take a step in the direction and see if believing it's possible gives you more confidence or see if going and watching a couple of YouTube tutorials about it helps you have more confidence. Just take one step in the direction and see what happens. If you choose each day or even each week to take one step in the direction of the things that scare you in three months and six months and a year, you're going to be in a wildly different position than you are today. And I am willing to bet that it's going to be a better position. All right. You are incredible. You are amazing. Thank you for spending your time with me. I always love showing up and being here. Oh, and you're going to notice that there's a new outro to the podcast. I, a few weeks ago, started a Facebook community, a free community for business minded piano teachers. And I am so excited to be able to like actually get to know all of you. And so I have the link in the show notes and you'll hear the outro um, and go join that group. It's amazing. People are already so engaged and so active and it's beautiful right now because it's small. So we're really getting to know each other and like finding that connection and that kind of like peer to peer interaction. So get over there, join it while it's still small. Um, I would love to get to know you and love to chat and participate in the questions that I ask, participate in the discussions and support your fellow business minded piano teachers and get to know them because connection is really, really, really important. And 
it's wild how much you can learn from. Hey there, thank you for being here. I love connecting with you every single week. And one of my favorite parts of connecting with you is actually getting to know you. I created a free community for business-minded piano teachers to come together every single week, connect and learn even more tangible strategies for business streamlining and scaling. You can join using the link in the show notes and I can't wait to get to know you.